The Light and Fast Fantasy Football Podcast, sponsored by the Lockdown Defense Network. It's our weekly show that is dedicated to giving our fan base our educated opinions on the best fantasy football strategy in standard leagues, PPR, and dynasty leagues. We are not guaranteeing you will win anything by our advice. But if you do, we want our cut. Enjoy the show. All my heavy hitters and lockdown defenders, welcome to the Lightning Fast Fantasy Football Podcast. We are the most dominant, game, most game-changing, and fastest football, fantasy football podcast on the news and airways today. Brought to you by myself, Coach Davis, and the real Alex Givens. Giving you our yeah. strategies and our most banging strategies and topics and uh, advice for your money. <laughs> so, uh, like you said in the intro... If you make some money off of this, we want our cut. The real yeah. Alex Givens, what's going on there, good brother? We had a good show uh, about an hour and a half ago with the YOS podcast, and we were right back at you with the Lightning Fast podcast. How you doing over there? Oh, I'm doing good, Coach. Ready to talk a little fantasy in week three. So we are – week two's done. You know, bad injuries happen. Some lineups probably got to get majorly tweaked, but we're on to greener pastures. Yep. As as Bill Belichick says, we're on a week three. Yeah. <laughs> we're on a week three. So yeah, that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. And we're definitely going to uh try to correct those uh injuries that you may have incurred. It was definitely some gruesome injuries this week, you know, one namely of one Nick Chubb and our prayers are with him. Um and hopefully he gets back to uh playing football like he loves to do. 
Um, we all saw it. You know, don't need to talk about it. Don't need to retweet it. You know, those people that they keep replaying this video, man. I just gotta, I gotta, I gotta mute you. Sick. I, can't, I can't, I can't keep watching it, man. As a former player and a person that's dealt with a knee injury, you know, uh, myself, I just, it's just, it's just jarring for me. So I can't do it. I can't do it. But, um, but yeah, so, but, you know, we definitely give our thoughts and prayers to Nick Chubb and, uh, we'll try to get you that advice that you need in order to fill his, uh, void he's going to leave in your lineup as well as some other things. So to start the show off, we're going to get into our top performers of the week. And uh, this is our, our our rundown and our schedule. We're going to go over our best performers, our underachievers, and our top shotters in overhype segment. Then we're going to get into a very special segment called the Advice Corner. Uh, we're going to talk about those yeah. injured players and how you're going to get up, go about replacing them and whatever other advice that the chat may have in regards to uh, what's the best plays for the week. Uh, then we'll talk about who we feel like the best fantasy games and players are for this week. Who got the best matchups. And then we'll get into our best waiver wire and flex options as we wrap the show up. And if any in the chat has any questions, throw them out, and we'll try to get them answered at the end of the show. So uh, starting off with our segment of the top shotters, who are our, our best and brightest players of the week. And there's some interesting names on this list, to say the least. Uh, I definitely uh, uh, wouldn't have uh, had that on my bingo card to say these guys would have been, you know, top earners in fantasy this week. But here we are. Here we are. It's, it's, a, fickle, it's a fickle bee. When it comes down to the fantasy world sometimes, because Daniel Jones, of all people, was the top performer mm-hmm. this week at 31, averaging 31.7 points. Kirk Cousins coming through, and although they end up losing the game, he had 28.6. Jordan Love, they lost, but he had 26. Brian Robinson, in a, in a comeback fashion um, with the Commanders, he had 24. Raheem mm-hmm. Moser, 22. DeAndre Swift, and that, and that virtuoso performance he had on Thursday, 21. Yeah, Mike Evans coming through with 33.5 and the Buccaneers are 2 0. Alex, can you believe it? No, I cannot. <laughs> but I mean, they ain't played. I guess they did play Minnesota. So never mind. I mean, and, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Who would have thought Baker Mayfield led Bucks? Ex- exactly. Picking up steam, you know? You're right. And Mike Evans would, I mean, I know I got Mike Evans in like two leagues. I think I got him in like eighth or ninth round, you know? You're very and low, very low I mean, uh, draft capital giving up for that guy, and he's balling. He's putting up some numbers. That so. he is. Yeah. That he is. So you got him. You got Keenan Allen uh, coming in with 23, 24.9. T. Higgins, 20.1. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson coming through with 18 for a tight end position, along with Hunter Henry at 11. Mm-hmm. Um, in the in the beautiful and bright Pittsburgh Steelers all defense coming through with 26 points this week on, on average. <laughs> Uh, winning me a game. I was down nine going into that game. Two touchdowns later, I'm winning. I'm winning by five, so I'm good to go. I'm good to go. And uh, I'm going to put this out there now. If you if you need a, a defense, a defense is going to hold you down for the moment. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense is going to be uh, one you might want to pick up because they are definitely getting after people. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I didn't have a knock on them going into the preseason talking about who their personnel was. And I thought that was going to be the best uh, part of their team is their defense, and they're showing it. So the, and I think they might be yeah. the top one of the top earning uh, defenses in in across the whole spectrum. So uh, you know, there's a quick uh, little you know early tip if you want to get the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, go out and get them now because it might not be there much longer. <laughs> yeah. They are playing the Eagles though this week. So, well, the Eagles' offense hadn't been great either. They True. you know, and the calling card for the Buccaneers has been run defense for the last three years since Todd Bowles been there. So True. they can't you run know, the ball. Yeah. It could be a good matchup for them. You make a valid point. You know, <laughs> I, you know, I, I try to, I try to be, try to, try to yeah. make things every now and then, you know. So, but, but yeah, 
But those are our top performers. Um, you know, anything to add and, and anything surprise you jump out to you in that list? Yeah, uh, I mean, that was pretty much the same same list of players I had. Uh, I will say Big Big Kirko really surprised me and also did me dirty because I was like, you know what? Cousins, primetime Thursday night game, I can't have him in my lineup. I, I, went, with, uh, I went with Richardson, which, he, you know, he got me a good amount of points, but he got hurt. But, you know, he didn't get me uh, – it was like 30 – what do you have in my league? It was like 37 points in my league that uh, Kirk Cousins did. So it really, really hit me hard. Um, running backs, yeah. I, I mean, um, big uh, big surprises there um, in, in terms of who performed and guys that you would think performed that didn't. Yeah. Um, the other one I'd add to that list, though, is Kyron Williams in, uh, in with the Rams. Um, who's obviously yeah. now like the the true bell cow? Uh, yeah, after that news dropped the day, yeah, exactly. Um, and like, yeah, I mean, he just continued and put up twenty two points in in PPR leagues. I mean, just mm-hmm. continuing to put up put up numbers in two weeks. Uh, it's crazy, you know. Like him and Puka are like the two most unknown, like end of the draft players. If you even took them, and they mm-hmm. are producing. Um, Terms of wide receivers, yeah, those were the guys I had. I, I put Nico Collins on my list just because uh, he did have a good one. He's yeah, and he's. I mean, for I mean, for being in the Houston and and kind of worked rookie QB and not really a prolifically known passing offense, uh, he's been quietly putting up some stats um, in two weeks here. And then, yeah, those are the same two tight ends I had. I did add Zach Ertz to the list just because I wanted to give old Ertz some love uh, since he's been. <laughs> He's been kind of a forgotten guy down there in Arizona, but I mean, he's he's putting up respectable stats as well. So I can definitely, and you know, your Dallas that. D, your Dallas D was still good too. So I mean, you invested in them and Pittsburgh, you did pretty good. I'm doing all right. I think I know a little yeah. bit about defense, just a little bit, just a little yeah, bit, yeah. just a little yeah, bit, just, just a, little. a little bit. But man, yeah. they are too. Like Michael Parsons is just unfair. Like I mean, we yeah. already knew that, but like watching yeah. that game, just, just the way he was just messing with the line just like no that's that's not human <laughs> he's, he's like that one dog in the neighborhood that wants to bite everybody <laughs> like, like he just took a turn Dude, he, he had a sack turn. he had a sack that he went completely untouched and he was rushing the edge right. and all he did was take one step up field and let Dwayne Brown just overkick the hell out of him and then he just shot inside around the center and like, I mean, the whole thing, it was like 0.2 seconds. I'm like, no one should move that fast. You shouldn't, but <laughs> he like, did. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're good. They're going to be good for a long, like the a longevity of the season here with how they're looking so far. Yeah. That's why I love the pick. I'm only, only regret I had slightly was not investing them in all three leagues, but I mean, Pittsburgh's doing me, doing me swell right now. So I'm gonna ride that to the wheels fall off, but uh, we'll see exactly uh, how it shakes out. But I definitely believe Dallas is, is definitely good for the long haul. If you have them, hold mm-hmm. on to them. And the only thing you got to worry about is that one bye week. <laughs> so yeah, that's, uh, what, that's what I usually wait for as a streamer. I wait for someone to drop uh cause of a buy. And then I just swoop just in, right in like a vulture. <laughs> Swoop it yep. like a vulture. <laughs> I yep. get it. I'm a vulture, you know. <laughs> I get it. I definitely get it. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how it plays out. But I'm definitely loving what the what the Steelers and the, and the Cowboys doing for their first two weeks, and hopefully we can maintain that order, maintain that yeah. order. But um, you know, we be, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the 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 overhype in the in the underachievers. 
You know, the yeah. people that say, make you will say, I regret everything by drafting these guys or picking them up in waivers. So um, we'll get into that real quick. We'll talk about Derek Carr, although they won the game. He didn't have a great one at all. I didn't wow. realize it was that bad, so I looked at the numbers up. good stats in general. <laughs> exactly. Kind of wild. Yeah, for them to be undefeated, he's, he's definitely not, he's not losing them the game, but he ain't winning it for him either. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Trevor Lawrence had a rough outing against the, the Chiefs. Um, yep. That was a bad one, uh, and Jim Garoppolo had a bad one against the Bills. Uh, you know, so that was a that was a nightmarish yeah. performance to say the least. And uh, and this this is an interesting point. I think this performance by Alex Sanders and Madison let the Rams and, and the Vikings know that we need to talk and get Cam mm-hmm. Akers over here to booster this uh the bolster this run game because he's now yeah. in, in 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 Minnesota. So right before the Chargers game, ironically, how how did that work? But uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, yeah, that's that's definitely uh, that sucks too for people that invested in him. You know, I know. He was, like going early, and it's going to be a clear timeshare type thing now. Well, I mean, wait, does get going, but the way Akers run the ball, I, it might be 70 30. You know, yeah. he might, I mean, the only thing you might have to worry about is goal line carries. Um, Madison might vulture some of those because he's more the power S back, but. Yeah, I think Cam Akers is going to ultimately be the main guy in Minnesota if, he, if I had to put money on it. In all honesty, mm-hmm. but um, uh, but yeah, but no, yeah, I I I tend to agree. I mean, because look at last year, right? Like he was in the freaking he was supposed to be RB one, right? He drafted yep. him kind of early. He was in the doghouse forever, which I still don't understand. The by the way, yeah, why is he? Why was he in the doghouse? He was running well when he was in the I mean, game. I didn't get it. Who knows? You yeah. never know, with coaches, man. It could be just some ego. He could have asked McVeigh to like run more of this play, and he's like, "No one tells me what to do." I mean, uh, you never is. know. Yeah. But like, I mean, even this year, right? Like he finished last year hella strong. Like went yeah. went off in some games, and then it's just like they don't, you know, don't care and shipped him off for. <laughs> what did they even ship him off for? Uh, yeah, the swapping the swapping of six round picks. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. no, I, I think that's uh, certainly something to monitor. But those are all the pretty much the same people I had on mine. Um, I mean, the, the biggest two that um, for me that I'd highlight are uh, Damian Pierce, because I invested like an idiot pretty heavy in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, thinking, you know, rookie QB, he had a pretty strong rookie showing like, they're gonna they're gonna ride ride the the running game and he has not done anything for me in, in two weeks now. Um, right. So and and I needed a big performance with Aaron Jones out in at least one league from him. You know, didn't get that. But yeah, I'd say him and Jamar are the the two glaring ones mainly because those are guys that you got higher you know higher in the draft anticipating mm-hmm. them to kind of be your weekly dog. I mean Jamar especially like I. For him to be, I think he's wide receiver 64 right now. That's less low. fantasy rankings, yeah. That is So, low. I mean, you know, with that being said, as we get later into the game or into the show here, that might we'll, – we'll come back to that. But, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's, uh, it's a sad thing when when uh, your first-round pick is, is ranked that low. But I agree. Yeah, I, mean, I definitely agree. Yeah, so like I said, you know, Josh Kelly disappointed me too because I know I, I get the Titans' run defense is stout. But, I mean, him being the, the main guy, Austin Eckler being out, I was expecting a little more from him. 
um, and holistically. So that was that was disappointing because I invested in him as a backup, and he ended up starting yeah. because again, you know, uh, Eckler was out, so he's going to be the main guy. And somehow or another, Isaiah Spiller's in a doghouse, so it was him and Dotson who they got up as UDFA. So I was expecting the lion's share of the carries to go to Kelly, and he didn't do much. Um, yeah. Like I said, AJ Brown disappointed me. Him and him and uh, him and uh, his quarterback having worries on the sideline. Calvin really disappointed me as well. with your man he, Sneed took him out the game apparently. So that was Sneed him know, down. Yeah. So <laughs> I will they, say though, I think Calvin Ridley and really um, a couple other Jacksonville receivers would have had a lot more points if Trevor Lawrence could just be like slightly more accurate. I agree with that. I, mean, I definitely he agree. He was with 0 that. seven in the red zone, and there was like three where like, dude, if that was just like, I mean, me, the Chiefs fan, I'm like, that was just like, that was, that was a just a miss. Lower, lower yeah, like, exactly. Right. You know, right. Ridley actually caught one. He just didn't get both feet down. I know. I know. I was, I was, those. I was hurting. So, I, mean, I, I definitely yeah. got it. I got away with one on that in that one. Cause I only won by that league by three, but again, really wasn't the cause. <laughs> he wasn't yeah. the cause of me winning that one, but yeah. I don't, I don't want to admit how many games I won out of my seven leagues. So we're just going <laughs> to. Well, I'll say I was two. I was two and one. I was two and one. I I was down nineteen, and I had Pickens left, and uh, and he he got me close, but I couldn't. I was still lost by ten. So uh, you know, it, that's the one game I did lose, but I, I did manage to be two and one this week out of my three. So we'll we'll hopefully for an even better week this week. But um, I like yeah. my matchups more so this week. Um, yeah, but yeah, to on, uh, on to Cincinnati. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. So, uh, yeah, Pat Fry move, uh, you know, disappointed as well as Tyler Higby, um, which is rarely for Higby because he typically gets a lot of targets in that offense from McVay. So that was a, you know, uh, interesting uh, tidbit to see that he wasn't really getting uh, that much love from a passing perspective. I mean, Puka and Tutu were taking all the targets. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's Puka's uh, show now, man. It I'm really is. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm really, not upset that I spent all my FAAB on him, but then no, now with this weekend, that, I didn't now with that the, output, no, <laughs> no. I mean, I watched. I mean, they were like ski. He was getting. I mean, it's a fantasy football dream the way he gets the ball because it's like it's just like a quick bubble. Like they're just making, they're just getting him involved. It's oh, Cooper Cup any, basically. Any PPR you know? league, he's he's money. Any PPR he's, league, he's money. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's kind of wild. It's but it, I'll be curious to see if I mean if Cup does come back, how that changes things. Mm-hmm. If he continues to, you know, build and be as productive as he is, I saw a wild stat with Puka that there's only two other players that have uh, like the same target share that he does, and it's Devonte and uh, oh, I can't I can't remember, how, but basically like two are wide receiver one dogs, and then right. you got him just getting you know. Was it, Jeff, was, it, was it Jeff or Jefferson, Jefferson, Jefferson or Tyreek? Was it one of those? Yeah, I think it was Jefferson. Yeah, but I didn't want to misspeak on it, but it's just like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, fantasy gold right now. So, like I said, the only thing you got to worry about is that when Cup does inevitably come back, will it, will it drop his production by now? But I mean, even if you get, you know, 60% of that, it's still great because you got to realize that he's well and beyond the more average numbers of a wide receiver at this moment. Like, you know, just, yeah. the, just the targets and the amount of yards he's getting in the first two games. And yeah, even if it decreases about, you know, about 30, 40%, he's still in good shape. Yeah. Still in good shape. I mean, he's, yeah. Cause I mean, who's going to be wide receiver too? Like, it's good. And if, if he's building, cause it's looking like week six or seven for cups. So. And exactly. So Get you got that. I right. mean, hell, it could be week five and he retweaks his hammy. So, right. Exactly. Dude, I feel that DZ. I dropped Zach Moss. Uh, uh oh. 
Oh, I dropped Zach Moss. Okay, well, this is a league, though, that I had Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Stevenson, and Brian Robinson, and Gangwell in my IR. And I had to move someone to get – because I had, like, four receivers out. So mm-hmm. I had to get a receiver, and I was like, ah, no flex in this league. So you can only play two running backs. And I'm Uh-oh. like, ah, I ain't going to use Moss. And then drop him. He goes off, and then Chubb gets hurt. So – Double yeah, whammy. Rough and I couldn't put a claim in on him because I dropped him, so I had to wait for him to clear waivers for me to even do anything, and it wouldn't let me claim uh, the other Browns dude, so I'm just totally out in that one. <laughs> Man. It really hit me hard, yeah. Rough in these streets. Rough in these streets. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, so to round it out, the Raiders defense looked like trash over the Giants. Uh, Fryer yeah. was on a milk carton this week. I think he's been on a milk carton all season. So yeah, so you know, tread lightly with these guys if you have them on your in your lineup, and um, they haven't really looked good in the first two weeks of the season. So we will also, ultimately, um, we'll ultimately see if they turn around. I think I think the receiver is going to be better, but everybody else is kind of making me a little bit nervous. Yeah, I, yeah. Also, I, I I'm going to stop. Uh, not that I actually did not go with the Giants, uh, even though I I know I mentioned them on the pod uh, last week, but we're gonna have to stop. Um, Stop streaming defenses against the Cardinals because they keep the they just keep putting up points somehow. They are putting up a real good front about we we're not tanking because they're they're in every game so far. We're talking about 15, yeah. 20, 25 points they're putting up. Yeah. You know, they give up like the largest comeback in giant history. Exactly. Exactly. Daniel Jones, but just to do that. <laughs> just to do that. So yeah, I, I would definitely say that uh you might have a better go at it streaming whoever plays the Panthers right now versus whoever plays the Cardinals. Or the that Saints. Might. Yeah, well, well, your Saints office in, in, is in neutral too. So, yeah, but I would – the Panthers office is, we, is way worse than that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I would definitely say I would stream that team more so than anybody else at this moment. So, we'll see. We will see. But um, so let's get into uh, – let's get into the advice corner. Let's talk about uh, these injured players, right? So, uh, you know, to name a few, you have, uh, of course, Nick Chubb. You have yeah. Austin Eckler, who's banged up. Um, there's no time table <laughs> on his return. Uh, Saquon Barkley, he's in, he's injured, so he's out for he's this out week. for Thursday, yeah. Definitely out for this Thursday, so and it could be longer. I mean, they're talking about, they were thinking it may be a major injury, but it was a, you know, a, a simple ankle sprain is what they're calling it. So he, it's, he's week to week. Um, so um, look like running back is the, is the, is the sticking point. When it comes mm-hmm. down to the idea of uh, replacing those guys, um, short or long term. So uh, Burrow, Burrow, other big oh, guy, good point. To watch, you know, good point. Uh, um, but yeah, although he's not injured, I would say there's a couple of quarterbacks we could probably put on that list too, even though he's not necessarily hurt. So yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so I mean, because most glaring news is the running backs, obviously, and what to do with that because that's a prime position. So um, I guess you can start with. Uh, you know, talking about the uh, the Browns, um, yeah. who do you think the best option is for the Browns uh, between Jerome Ford and uh, Kareem Hunt, who they just picked up uh, today? Yeah. Um, yeah, so if, if you got one of those two, uh, congrats. You're lucky. I did not, uh, but that's because I was low on the waiver wire. I blew all my money on Puka, so. Which wasn't know. a bad idea. You got yeah, to take what you can get. Um, but honestly, it might, I mean, when when a big injury like that happens with a true bell cow guy, you know it's always you kind of kind of have to tread lightly because you just don't know how it's going to shake out. I mean, in terms of bringing people in, because you got you got Pierre Strong there too, who was a, a decent 
fantasy player for the Jets last year and mm-hmm. towards the tail end. And I mean, they cut him and, and Cleveland picked him up and he got a touchdown in the tail end of that Monday night game. So, I mean, there's three viable options to figure out where to give Nick Chubb's carries to, but I'd say Jerome Ford's probably the, the most likely and safest one to invest in one, because I, this is the way I look at it. Uh, they had what Ford and cream hunt last year, right? Moved into the off season and decided we're going to proceed with Ford, not Kareem. Right. And then, you know, only brought Kareem back because no one else wanted to sign him, and, and Chubb got hurt. So, I mean, Cleveland already told you which one they have more faith or wanted to move forward with. Um, so you would like to think that given this opportunity, they're going to kind of give him the job till he loses it. Good point. Um, Good point. But Kareem's also been a productive guy. And he's uh, been in, in the system offense. before. He's been in the system before too. But it's just, man, like running backs, I feel like of all positions are like one of the worst ones for you to just come off the street and go, you know, True. but yeah, but like you said, he's been in the system. So as long as he's been in decent game shape, it shouldn't take that long for him to be productive. It's just going to be a matter of, you know, what's the split here and who's the, who's the red zone, you know, running back. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a little, little mixed bag, but I, I would say, I think Kareem probably brings more value from a PPR standpoint. You think? Um, I mean, I don't, I, I, I guess long, but I mean, Ford hasn't had much of an opportunity at to this point. So it's yeah. like, how do you really know? Cause even last year they had like Felton that they mm. use quite a bit in those scenarios as well as Kareem. So we'll see, but um, yeah, I mean, I, to me, Ford's the better, the better play and, and more likely to, to replace the production you expected from Chubb. Okay. Uh, you got a different take on that or, or what? I do. I'm, 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 I'm slightly inverted um, and from a sense of what, who's better for what. And I think that if you're in a standard league, cause I really feel like at least early on, Hunt is going to be really the goal line area guy. So if you just worry about touchdowns and and you know you know you know a certain amount of you know low end ceiling yardage, Kareem Hunt is your guy for standard leagues. But I do believe that Jerome Ford, especially you know, the first two games I saw them play, that he's gotten catches out of the backfield, he's gotten screen passes. So I think they're going to utilize that and utilize him as the primary back. So I think that from a touches perspective, I think he's more suited for PPR. I think that he's a half or full PPR. I think he's going to get more touches. Uh, holistically out of the backfield as well. Um, so you're looking at receiving and rushing yards. And with that O-line, I believe that no matter who you get is a viable option that they're going to be productive because that line just block, run blocks the hell out of everybody. So yeah. I, I believe that, you know, if Jerome Ford is going to be the main guy, if it's going to be, you know, 55-45 or 60-40, whatever the case may be, I think, you know, from a touch perspective, I think Jerome Ford is a guy for PPR. But if you just need a flex for, some, for a touchdown or two a game, I think Hunt might be your guy, you know. Yeah. So. I mean, I could, I, I could totally see Hunt being the vulture that gets all the touchdowns, right? Right. Ford getting the, the right, yards getting the volume. There. Yeah, the Ford to get the volume and, you know, and Hunt gets the touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, and you may not be in a situation to wait it out. I mean, obviously you wouldn't with some of these. Like when that happens, everyone vultures in. But I'm always mm. like in situations like that. I try to just slowly monitor. And yeah, see, I agree. I agree. You know. 
if you have if you have the ability, if you have guys that they can fill in while you're waiting to see how it shakes out, then that's cool. But if you need a an instant starter, because yeah. Chubb was your starter and he was your bell cow, then you know I would say depending on what league you're, you're in, be, yeah, yeah. And you if you were fortunate enough, because like I drafted Ford in one league and I I I snuck Kareem Hunt in the waiver claim before he got signed. So I was in another league. So I was I'm yeah. I would have I kind of hedged my bet on either one. Um, you want to know something wild too, though? Kind of just you, you said you you snuck that in. In two of my leagues, Ford got picked up last week. Right. And I'm like, how? Like one of them picked him up like Sunday night. Like oh, what? Jesus. Right. Like what is this person must be like a prophet Desperate. or something? Right. Something. <laughs> something. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah. So yeah, so I, I would thankfully say you know depending on what type of league you're in, that that be the most viable option for you. Now, yeah. from the, from the Chargers' perspective, I would say clear cut Joshua Kelly's your guy. Uh, I'm, I think he's he's going to be a PPR and a standard league uh, viable option with Austin Eckler out. Um, I think he's going to be the main guy and likely the only guy with as outside of the idea of him needing a blow. And Dotson will likely be the guy to fill in for him, but I don't think Dotson's going to give you a lot of a lot of production. So um, if you if you need a running back to fill in for Austin Eckler, Josh Kelly is definitely your guy um, in mm-hmm. both in both formats. So um, I would definitely look to get him in the lineup. And I think he has a more favorable matchup this week playing against the Vikings because the Vikings run defense is not what the Titans run defense is. So I think we'll be able to get back to running the ball this week. I think Josh Kelly is going to be a feature back this week. So I will look out for that and then play him if you have if you're able to, from my perspective. So I would definitely play Josh Kelly if you're looking for Austin Eckler fill in. I don't know, man. Vikings shut down Rashad Wright, uh, you know, week one, and then he went off against the Bears week two. So we'll see. Oh, you for the Buccaneers? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. But I'm like, you know, I don't know what they really did. Um, and well, Swift went off on them. So I guess yeah. that's my point. You know, with a decent old line, that's I think we got a ways. We yeah. got a, a pretty good old line up front, you know, especially in the interior for the Marauders. So again, if we take a page out of what the Eagles did, I think we'll, we'll be pretty solid on the on the, on the uh, front game front. So I definitely looked at if you want to look for a, of a, a replacement on the depth chart for Austin Eckler, Josh Kelly's your guy. Yeah, and um, and then another guy to look at who's kind of still available in some spots. It, it kind of depends on how deep your league is, but um, especially after watching. The week two, um, you know, kind of break down how it works. Justice Hill with Baltimore, uh, at least from a PPR standpoint. Um, he, he I'll be careful with that. I just heard he got turf toe today. Ooh, really? Yes, 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 turf toe. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't get that. I didn't get that update. Uh, yeah, yeah, turf toe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well. Um, but if he was I healthy, mean, I agree. If he was healthy, it. I agree. Well, and with those types of players too, uh, I feel like some fans like Kenneth Gainwell got dropped immediately after he got hurt, and is, mm-hmm. is, is still available in some uh, some leagues. So, um, you know, depending on the anticipated time frame of that, that might be a potential target um, to look up. And another guy, just uh, although it's not, I mean, it's more of like a, a one week stopgap. If you're really hurting for production, uh, I had uh, Kendry Miller with Nolans, um, only because he's coming back. Jamal Williams is hurt. And Kamara's downside. Kamara's back week. after this week. Exactly. So, so it's a one-week fill-in. Yeah. It's a one-week fill-in. If he goes off, maybe you could dump him off on some idiot that doesn't realize what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? And, uh, 
but yeah, I'd say him, him and Matt Breida are two like stop, you know, flex seal options just to mm-hmm. just to stop the stop the bleeding for a second. Um, there you go. Yeah. There um, you go. And then the last uh, kind of RB solution I had, and this is a guy I've, um, I mean, I draft him in a couple of, like deeper, uh, deeper league settings, but Rashawn Johnson uh, with the Bears. Uh, yeah. If that's a guy, yeah. if you can get, um, I'm not saying you can start him right now, but if he but is hold on to him, hold that on is to a him. guy that you pick and uh, he for later, later in the uh, later in the season, because it's only a matter of time before he takes over uh, Herbert's. I mean, they're in a clear timeshare, but it is uh, it is slowly just dwindling down uh, in terms of uh, how much uh, Herbert gets over him. And actually Johnson with the limited work he's been given is averaging more points, almost three more points uh, in a PPR league per game than Herbert is. So only a matter, I'd say only a matter of time. So that's, uh, that's definitely one to, to monitor. But uh, I mean, if you're in a deep enough league, he's probably already gone. <laughs> that's very possible. That's very possible. So, yeah. Um, so what do you feel about the Giants running back room being that Saquon's going to be out this week with Brita and hell, I don't even remember the free guys of name, other guys name off the top of my head. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get the name for you, but who do you yeah, think is going to get the, who's going to think the production out of that group? Um, uh, yeah. Oh, Gary Brightwell. Bright, Brightwell. Yeah. Gary Brightwell. No, I, yeah. I think it's Brita. Uh, yeah. I think Brita is obviously, and that's Dayball's guy from, mm-hmm. I mean, he was with, granted he was in San Fran and all that before, but he was, Last couple of years, he was in Buffalo with Dayball mm-hmm. before he went to New York, and then I kind of brought him. So there's something about Breida's game that Dayball likes. So uh, I I'd imagine that guy. I mean, well, you we both didn't know that guy's name, and just saying it, it's like doesn't sound like a dude that's gonna ball. You know, sound more like a construction worker than a football player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, but I, I yeah, I'd say I'd say Breida's the the option. I mean, he didn't look too great when he came in, but it was like towards the end of the game and right. Yeah, you know, I think you give it a week of a week full of reps. Yeah, full reps yeah. And, and with the ones, I mean, he'll be fine. Yeah, I, but, I, I yeah, agree. With I'd that say too. he gets at least. I I think he gets at least fifteen carries. Um, and you know we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean it, it. It if he can grab him, I mean with the with the with the change, I mean hopefully he's still around. Yeah, um, that'd be that'd be wild. Yeah, it will be wild. Uh, he's still around. Yeah. Um, another another one is uh, that Craig Craig uh, Reynolds with Detroit, but I'm only I'm saying that I I'm not. I'm a big Jameer Gibbs uh, investor, so I oh, hope heck that's yeah. wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I I'm, hope I'm that's wrong. But uh, David Montgomery did get all of the red zone work when he was healthy. Um, so, you know, that's something to watch if if they, uh, you know, give it to Craig Reynolds or, mm-hmm. or not. <laughs> but, you know. Well, I, they just I let Jameer go wild. That's what I'm hoping for. I hope, man. I let, hope. I'm I hoping they just let Jameer go wild. It's yeah. just really hurting me right now. I understand. I understand. But listen, Montgomery's out this week because he got a thigh injury. So it's all yeah. it's all Jameer all day. So mm-hmm. we're definitely investing heavily in that this week, if nothing else. Definitely mm-hmm. invested heavy in this week. So yeah, so we're definitely looking like that. So those are the main injuries uh from a, a running back perspective. Um wasn't too many banged up tight ends. Um I'm, I'm seeing it's it's a question mark with Amon Ross, Say Brown, and Tyreek Hill with a little minor injuries, but I got a feeling they're gonna play. So I'm not going to, uh, you know, panic on those fronts. But uh, this Joe Burr injury, to your point earlier, that it's it's a, 
a questionable uh, uh, injury at this moment. And I'm kind of worried about it because one, he's my, one of my starting quarterbacks. One, two, um, what, what bothers me about the injury is that, you know, this is, you know, knock on wood, this is an Aaron Rodgers situation when you had a calf strain and you, it's mm-hmm. aggravated more than once and one wrong turn or one wrong I- issue with it could be severe, I, you know, uh, yeah. could, could be season ending. And I'm like, I said, I'm hoping for the best and hoping they are smart with him when it comes down to uh, the, him, them resting him or not. Um, you know, because we've we've known that although they've gotten better here recently, they we've known for them not to protect him and and you know keep him clean in certain facets. I mean, he went through a, a playoff run. We got sacked like twenty times. You know, yeah, in, nine, in, in nine in like one game. Exactly, he's a tight Yeah, exactly. So you know that way makes me concerned. That makes me concerned. So, what do you feel like in the quarterback options? What do you feel like a, a quarterback options would be? You know, there's somebody that's available on most waiver wires that you can kind of slide in. For uh for a Joe if he does not play. Now this is tricky as well because Joe doesn't play till Monday. So I'm hoping they announce it early enough to let people know if he's not gonna mm-hmm. play because you don't want to wait till Monday and have to pick Although, his backup. Um, but you could if if he's there, Matt Stafford is a good uh because he's playing Burrow on Monday. So how about that? That yeah, gives about you that. the time and I think it's like he's like 40, 40 to fifty percent rostered in most leagues. So there you go. Decent chance he's out there and he's he's been putting up decent. I mean he's got 600, 641 passing yards and one touchdown, two picks. But, um, I mean, that's that's definitely a guy that uh, if you are wanting to see if Burrow does play, because, um, I mean, I I think you got to at least give it one more week if Burrow's healthy, you play him before you start considering, do I, do I go with someone else? But mm. if you don't want to risk that and wait, you know, and start someone and then he plays – um, I think Stafford's a, a good option um, in terms of his likely availability. Uh, mm-hmm. Another one's Baker Mayfield. Um, ironically I mean, enough, yes, ironically. I mean, he's been uh, – and I, I, you know, I'm trying to think of guys that I know are out there because I know some guys I mentioned, it's like people listening like this, no duh, dude. But like, <laughs> like, I, like he's already on a roster, you idiot. Um <laughs> But yeah, I'd, I'd say Stafford and Mayfield um, are probably the two like best bets to go. Um, I mean, Philly has been just giving up, you know, fantasy stats to the opposing QB. About um, I mean, look what Kirk Cousins just did. I'm not obviously Baker Mayfield is not Kirk Cousins, but um, I think he could put up some. Mac Jones, Week One, yeah, looked pretty. He was our our top shot in Week One going that against Philly. That he so, was. You know that is uh, a decent uh, a decent option, and or, or if those guys aren't there, you could also look at uh, you know this is probably the worst possible um, scenario, but Jake Browning, which is Burrow's backup. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, that's kind of your end all be all right there. Yeah, that's that's desperation upon desperation. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know. Never know. Um, actually, to be honest with you, I kind of like C.J. Stroud. As a, as a yeah. as a viable option, especially with the division he's playing in, um, if you got to look at it from a week to week or multi week uh, rest. So let's say hypothetically rest Burrow for this week six, I might be comfortable with keeping CJ in the lineup for that long. It just just to wait to Burrow out and hopefully he'll come back healthy and, and come back slinging and he'll be back to his normal self. Versus you know yeah. praying week to week he doesn't get hurt because that's what I'm doing right now. I'm literally praying week to week that he does not get hurt and hopefully yeah. that you know he stays upright and he can be productive and keep me winning games because. You know, if he that one Ain't wrong tweet, right now. 
right one wrong tweak and my and my quarterback season is done <laughs> you yeah. know so yeah my dumbass stack burrow and chase and was Ooh. like oh i'm so mm. set well well you could have <laughs> you, you been like me and stack fields and in, in in uh and more so i mean yeah. it's you know, yeah, so. you're right. You're right. <laughs> so it could be worse. <laughs> it's not much it better, better, though, brother. Yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm praying it gets better, but right now it's a little bit worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I so. like uh, Stroud. Stroud's actually been quietly, uh, like looking like the best QB in the draft class so far. So far, to some degree. Um, another dude is a potential, like you said, more long longevity. Um, Desmond Ritter is a guy that you could. I was I was eyeing him too. Yep, I was eyeing him too. Yep. Um, I mean, he he put up a pretty respectable outing against Green Bay when I didn't think he would, mm -hmm. and you know clearly has. I mean, that's a run offense, but um, you can see how productive he can be once the runs kind of balling out. So right, I think there's there's worse baskets to put your eggs in if uh, if you're getting hurt by Burrow or or. you know, one of these other QBs aren't producing as well for you. Yeah, yeah, I, I tend to agree with that. I'm looking at one league here. Desmond Ritter, Baker Mayfield, Daniel Jones, and Kenny Pickett are available, and Mac Jones. So yeah, yeah, if you and how? I mean, Sam Howell's not a bad one either. You know but he's going against Buffalo, so I'm like, mm. and not this week, but he's not available in any league that I've been in. Everybody swooped really? him up early. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why they swooped man. him up early. So, Went for that be enemy. That be enemy. That's what that was. Exactly what that was. That's exactly what that was. So yeah. Okay. So that'll work. All right. So um, I guess you can say that uh, that covers pretty much the main guys when it comes down to injuries and things of that nature. So um, I guess to wrap this segment up, like you know, holistically, what would be your advice after two weeks of sample size? Like, you have any glaring advice you want to give the the listeners to what you shouldn't and shouldn't be doing long term? Um, when it comes down to uh, what guys are, how guys are performing in fantasy. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I still think it's kind of a little too early to be like totally jumping ship on, on your players, but <clears throat> I do that, say well, that's, guys, that's advice right there. That's advice right there. Don't, yeah. don't jump ship just yet. Don't jump. But, uh, but at the same time, I think that uh, this is a good time uh, to take advantage of some of these players that haven't quite taken off and maybe try to uh, fill up, you know, get uh, like, like I mentioned with Jamar Chase, right. He's wide receiver 63. Like Josh Jacobs is wide res- or running back 33. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there's some of these guys that uh, depending on what team they're on, you know, they may be options to uh, you could trade. I mean, DZ has been, spitting off all these trades he's getting i'm like i wish i was in these leagues with these people yeah, i know right you might, you might need to put us down <laughs> man, yeah I'll, yeah most of my leagues it's like we've been going for too long everyone's like so they think that you're just trying to take advantage of them so they don't right. want to do anything it's like wait why you want to do this like, right right it's always like, yeah, I had one guy this i'll never I, this is what i told in our discord chat last year i was like i'm never trading with any of you guys again because I asked a dude who had Khalil Herbert because he had like six running backs and Khalil mm-hmm. Herbert was his worst one. And I was like, what would it take for him? Right. I just need something. He's like, oh, I need digs. And I was like, I'm not giving you my number one wide receiver for, your, for Herbert. And he's for like, six well, yeah, backs. but he's like, but it's the value. <laughs> like, that's, well, no, it's like, not. No, no. <laughs> and, but, uh, but yeah, but I think this is the time of the year, though, where you can kind of, um, 
you could kind of monitor those guys that are underperforming and maybe, you know, put together a package of two kind of guys that you picked up that are early, early year winners and, you know, bolster your lineup for the long run. Um, you know, if, depending on if you know your league, you know your league mates and some of them are freaking out or, you mm-hmm. know, are losing out on an injury and didn't get Ford or Moss or any of those guys to kind of fill the gap. I mean, this is the prime time to, to take advantage of some of that and try to build your lineup, uh, you know, for more success throughout the year. But I mean, that's kind of a twofold backhanded advice, right? Don't jump ship, but then also maybe trade. <laughs> For for other people that might, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, um, for me, um, I got. I mean, we talked about a Joe Burr injury. I would definitely monitor that. That's your quarterback, or if you have any his his vibe receivers, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, uh, Jamar Chase. Monitor that. I will keep my eye, a close eye on that because if he's not in the lineup, they're not viable offensively. Let's just be honest about it. No. Um. So no. that's my advice for anybody that's that's uh heavy, front and heavy with Bengals talent. Um. Second of all, I would say uh, I would bench any Steelers players until further notice. Kenny Pickett, mm. Frymouth, um, uh, Allen Robinson, if you dare dare to do that, <laughs> Najee yeah. Harris. Um, only person I would may- maybe put a little bit of stock in is George Pickens at this point. Maybe a little bit. Maybe. Even but, then, uh, man. Even, again, that's, that's a little bit of a flex, you that flex option. Somehow, but yeah, deflex option, know. you know, I just need five points, you know, kind of deal. You might be okay. But um, but that 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 right there, I would definitely be wary of that. Um, and I also stand clear of any uh body that's uh not a running back from Cleveland. Like if you're not yeah. Jerome Ford, or, or yeah, if if you're not yeah. uh if you're not a if you're not a running back in Cleveland, I wouldn't put any high stock in that either. Uh, so I'm definitely not uh high on anybody that's a receiver, a tight end, or a quarterback from that room for sure. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. um, yeah. So that that and um. It, this is something that's kind of catching my eye too. I would keep an eye out. I wouldn't jump on it just yet. I would just keep a, a, a watch list eye on anybody in Atlanta's offense, because that mm-hmm. might be you know, especially from a from a later in the down line bye week type deal. I think anybody on the, on the offense could be a viable option. We talking Drake London is getting targets, Kyle Pitts, B. John Robinson, Tyler Algier, Desmond Ritter is actually playing well. You know, Mac Collins getting targets. So I mean, you could you could get rich off of one of those guys if they're available. Um, so mm-hmm. Atlanta's offense, people don't they really are. They, they're on high. People, most people aren't high on that offense right now, but they're two and zero. And Arthur Smith has it running well. And if it if it's running well now, it typically doesn't get worse. It gets better. Right. So yeah. I would look at as as some viable options down the line. If you need some fillers for bye weeks in the next, you know, four, four to five weeks, I would look at some Atlanta offensive players as as potential stashes. So I watch out for that. That was, that was my, my biggest advice to, to wrap this segment up is, is to watch out for that because I think that could be something that you could benefit from um, down the line. Yeah, absolutely. Good deal. Good deal. All right. So um, let's move on. Let's talk about uh, the games of the week. So who do you feel like, you know, is uh, is some good fantasy matchups from a game perspective and who has the who's going to have the best weeks from a player perspective? Like who's fantasy gold this week for you? Yeah. Uh, fantasy gold, and this is going strictly off of, uh, their last week's performance. I'm starting any and all 49ers players against the Giants defense. <laughs> like, you got them, like they going, you know, <laughs> yeah, if I, I had both Samuel and Iuke, I'd play them both like Brock Purdy, I think is a good, op- I mean, we were talking about potential 
stop gaps if you got a QB thing. I think Brock Purdy's widely available in a lot of spots too. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we saw what Josh Dobbs did to them. <laughs> we Granted, did. Some of his points came from like a 40 yard, you know, Cam Newton touchdown run, but you know, mm-hmm. regardless, uh, I mean, I think that's, that's a good fantasy gold, uh, fantasy gold game, just in terms of how the giants defense has looked and it's a you know, short week. Uh, and you know, not looking, <laughs> yeah, I'm starting every one of Lizzo's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, another fantasy goal. Well, I mean, I, I think that the KC Chicago game will be fantasy gold from KC's perspective. I but think it is. I don't know where that touchdowns where those touchdowns are going. Mm. You know, I think I think Kelsey has one or two, um, because I think he's a little more healthier this week. Uh, but if you got like a you know, if you got a Rashid Rashid Rice or Sky Moore, uh, I, like, I, know, I think him and Sky Moore's chemistry is building. I like Sky Moore in that. Yeah, absolutely. And Richie mm. James is out, and he was getting targets, and he's a looking out to be out for a while now so mm-hmm. um you know that's a that's one and then another a guy to monitor with this um mainly because i uh, me as a chiefs fan it aggravates the hell out of me but justin watson has been quietly getting a an, uh, a lot of, of targets and a lot of deep looks mm-hmm. um he's kind of uh he's kind of been the uh tyree kill <laughs> if you will of of what <laughs> it used to be definitely right. don't look the same but no. um, I mean, if he comes out in this week and puts together another, uh, you know, solid performance in the targets he's getting, uh, that's a guy to look for because mm-hmm. I know for a fact he's not on any roster. Um, then the last one, I, I think Dallas really on both sides of the ball, but I think Dallas from an offensive perspective is going to have a lot better show. I mean, Dak, love him or hate him, I thought he looked pretty decent against uh, quality Jets. Uh, be a Jets defense and I mean did pretty well in throwing the ball through the air uh, on their secondary so I would imagine uh, he kind of pick up some steam from that I know Brandon Cooks is out but as long as they got CD I don't think it matters because he's cooking <laughs> they just too. giving him the ball yeah like 20 yeah. times a game mm-hmm. um, but honestly, I'd say those are kind of my three biggest ones um, in terms of of the players that are you know I think really going to pop in there I'd like um, the Dallas, I think Dallas offense really, really picks it up this week, uh, as well as, you know, Dak and, and those guys, um, San Francisco and yeah, I'm starting any, I mean, I think you might want to be starting anyone against the bears at this stage. Cause they just yeah. be giving up points to everybody. I mean, they're averaging like 30 something points a game and, right and now. They just lost the defense coordinator and, and, and the quarterback's yeah. criticizing the coaching staff. So it just got raided. Yeah, it just got God dump- knows what. Yeah. I mean, it's weird. That's it's a dumb because no one wants to report on that because they don't want to be I know. wrong. So yeah, I like, agree. Right. Like, what is yeah. going on? Because you must get sued in that regard. Like, that's serious. Yeah. You, you, oh, you yeah. misrepresent that. They, you can get sued for that. So I, I understand. Yeah. I understand. So, yeah. Um, yeah, for me, I mean, you know, I actually bring up one of your points about the Thursday night games because you say they traditionally lower scoring. So I'm curious yeah. about what this giant San Francisco game is gonna look like tomorrow night. That's gonna be yeah. a, that's gonna be a question mark. Um, in that regard, of course, I um, said that, and then that that Eagles Viking one made me look like an idiot. So well, <laughs> well, you know, it's so here it's, I am. This outliers are everything. Like I, yeah. Right, <laughs> but um, I I would say I think honestly, truly, I just talked about. It, I think that Atlanta Detroit game is gonna be high scoring. It's inside, and they're both dome teams. 
They both got good offenses. It looks to, it looks they looked apart like they got good offenses. And Detroit actually lost a couple of guys on the defensive side of the ball for this week. CJ Garner Johnson to name you know name one you know high end uh, player on their defense. So I think that I think that Atlanta Detroit game is 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 is, is fantasy goal from both sides. I think I think Bijan Drake and Cow uh, have good 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 weeks. Desmond. Um, I think Amaran, obviously. I think uh, Sam Laporta is showing good signs. We talked about him. Yeah, he's being a yeah. sleeper tight end. He's showing really good signs in that offense. Um, mm-hmm. Reynolds, who you know, who we do, you know, who, is, who blew up last week, Josh Reynolds. So yeah. I think that he's that quietly that, that, blowing up, quietly, minute, yeah. So I think that's gold for uh for that um particular aspect of it. Um, honestly, I I like uh I like Houston's offense against Jacksonville's defense because for some reason they have such good players on defense they haven't quite put it together yet. Like it's just it's, it's just a bunch of dudes. Like they're not a cohesive yeah. unit for some reason. I don't know what it, the problem is. But um, yeah. but yeah, if I like, had uh, literally the first overall pick from the last like six drafts on that side of the ball. So <laughs> tell me about be it. Good. Should be, but they're not. <laughs> so yeah, I actually like CJ's chances of going up against them. I um, mean that matchup. Um, whoever's playing wide receiver for Miami, <laughs> yeah. I think their first home yeah. game. I like that. Honestly, think that the Chargers Minnesota game could be high score. I think mm-hmm. if you got Chargers the Vikings, I think you should start any any of those viable options. And um, I think the other game, you you can't, you, you stole the Chicago is Kansas City one. That's definitely a a a, a, a oh, one yeah, to yeah, look yeah. out for. You knew I was going to say it. Come of on. course, of course, <laughs> of course. So yeah, um, but yeah, but um. And I, I think I think this, the the Seattle game, Carolina Seattle's the last one. I think I can underscore is it being uh, some value there. I think uh, Tyler Lock is a sneaky one. Yeah. Um, hopefully Jackson Smith and Jigba finally gets off the snide and gets some targets. And uh, yeah. and and there was running back Charbonnet and Walker against Carolina. I think they are especially with them losing Shaq Thompson, their middle linebacker um, last week. So I think that the yeah. Carolina is going to uh, be reeling playing against in that in that loud stadium. In Lumen Field, yeah, so Gino bounced back big time last he, week. That so, he did, you know. that he did. Well, you have Aaron Donald screaming at you, Horn, JC Horn, yeah, right, That's right. Not so, yeah, that was so funny though. <laughs> I know, he's a, oh my god, you could hear yeah. I mean, I probably would say the same thing. Yeah. I don't know, probably a little more, uh, not as PG, but right, but a little more four letter latent. <laughs> I'd absolutely not have that ball though, <laughs> right. Understood. Understood. So yeah, so those are my viable options when it comes down to uh who I think is gonna have good weeks. Um, you know, so hopefully if you have anybody of those guys and we've underscored in your lineup, I think they're must starts. I think they're must starts, and you you should get good fantasy production from those guys. All right, so let's forward over to uh let's talk about the uh the, the biggest flex option in the waiver wild transaction. So uh for you, what do you what is your you know your your biggest option to play at flex? Like who's that guy that you absolutely positively gotta play as your flex position and who you feel like is best off the waiver wire this week? Yeah, so flex kind of uh flex guys, I'm I'm looking at um, you know, I being a PPR, I always try to look at my flex as uh, you know, wide receiver, target guy, yeah, pass catch, you know, someone that is gonna give me some productivity i guess and they are potential more potential there um so you know kind of taking out your traditional wide receiver one wide receiver two guys i would say you know two two atwell is a good mm-hmm. flex option um i mean if he's still available absolutely get him but i doubt he is at this stage um but he's uh, i mean right up there in targets <clears throat> and been hasn't scored a touchdown yet but neither is puka but i mean they're both putting up 
crazy, crazy amounts of, uh, of stats and, and crazy amount of potential and just the amount of targets they're getting. Cause he's had in two games here, he's had 18 targets and scored at least 15.5 PPR points in each outing. Um, mm-hmm. So it's definitely a guy to consider <clears throat> from a PPR standpoint. <clears throat> then another two, um, you know, I mentioned Nico Collins, you coach, you talked about uh, the Texans game. Uh, I mean, I think Nico Collins, Robert Woods, our, our Tank Dell, all three guys to look at as potential flex options against this Jacksonville team that, um, you know, is not overly great. Um, I mean, I guess the one pushback is it's an AFC South matchup. I just feel like inter, inter-division matchups are always a little tougher. Um, right. But I would out of the those two, I'd probably go Nico Collins or Tank Dell um, because they're just they're getting the the brunt share of the targets and Tank Dell got his first touchdown this last week. But Nico Collins obviously been putting up crazy numbers right now. Yeah, there we go. DZ gets it. Um, yeah. And then kind of my sneaky sneaky one. This is also a potential. I played him in a flex last week and I felt like a genius for doing it. Um, and uh, maybe me and DZ are kind of similar tune here in terms of fantasy and how we think about it. Cause I uh, also have Christian Watson in a decent amount of leagues and uh, haven't been able to use him yet. So uh, last week I picked up Jaden Reed uh, pick at up. Green Bay, who's, um, you know, to, to be monitored with Watson coming back, but I picked him up and started him because I had Watson in my flex thinking he's going to come back and he didn't. That's when I had to drop Zach Moss and, <laughs> <laughs> took Jane Reed, but right. it worked out. And honestly, the reason I picked him up is because I looked at, uh, he has like the lion's share of their red zone targets. Uh, week one, he got like three or four of them and, you know, didn't capitalize on one, but I mean, that's a telltale sign that he's going to get them. And I mean, when he was coming out of the draft into the NFL, that was like the biggest thing they said about him is how he's, he's good in the red zone. Um, so that's another, from a PPR standpoint, another guy to monitor, especially with this Kristen Watson stuff. Right. Um, but at least up to this stage, he's been getting all of the red zone targets and, I mean, caught two touchdowns last week to show for it. So, um, you know, those are definitely three three to four guys to look at um, in terms of uh, PPR leagues and, you know, looking for who can give you – Okay, who can make you feel the best about putting them in your flex because of the uh, you know potential production they're going to have with the opportunities they get? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say those are kind of the, the guys to monitor, um, and you know as well as some guys that might still even be available in your league if you're in one that's dumb enough or shallow enough. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. You know, I like uh. You know, see so your point earlier. I like Kendra Miller. Um, is a good flex option because I think he's going to get a lot of targets. Um, yep. You know, the offense is, you know, kind of hit or miss. But I think that um, if anybody can have steady production, it'll be him in that offense. Him and Rashid Shahid, who is my, one of my waiver wire guys. I think Rashid Shahid is going to be – he's going to be – he's that deep threat guy. So I think that he's gotten uh, at least one deep uh, pass from Derek Carr once a game in the past two games. So that's a viable option. You probably get 30, 40, 50, you know, 30, 40, 50 yards off one reception from him. So that's, you know, if you, if you stand a scoring, that's at least four to five points. You know, yeah. just off one catch, and if he can, if they take it to the house, that's even more points. So, you know, you don't have to have a lot of touches for him to be productive in that space. So, I like that option. Um, uh, I think actually, like I like Tank Dell in deeper leagues. Um, I think that Tank mm-hmm. Dell should 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 because he's a dual threat as well. Because he's not only uh, uh, a wide receiver, slot receiver, he's a kick returner. 
So um, yeah. you, you can you can uh, kind of double dip in that respect if he scores. Um, and uh, I also like. Um, oh my God, the name just escaped me just that fast. Tag uh, on it. That's B. I know, I know. I had it, I had it, I had it queued up, and I forgot who it was. Um, go back to my notes here. Um, yeah, I think. I think uh, I think I think she. I think I might have jumped a gun on him. Um, him being the the, the probably bigger flex option for me. Oh, Jalen Hyatt, Jalen Hyatt. Yeah. Yes. And if you're in a deep league, fourteen man league, you need a flex option. Jalen Hyatt has been getting uh, big play targets from Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. So I believe yeah. I believe that uh, that Jalen Hyatt is going to f- get featured more and more downfield. Um, so if you need a big play splash guy. I think Jalen Hyatt could fill in for you as well. So I would look out for that in deeper leagues because um, he's available in most of the leagues I'm in. Nobody's, yeah. nobody's picked up on it yet. So I'm kind of monitoring that situation for a bye week. Yeah, I'm kind of monitoring that in, in, for a bye week option. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely believe that he can be an option, especially a downfield deep type splash player. You know, might get you nine points on two catches. You yeah. know, that kind of deal. So, right. it's, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. So, it's like yeah. Marvin Mims, right? Last week, I got. Oh, he him. went off. I have him in a couple leagues, but I obviously never played him because he hasn't right. done anything. Then I'm I like, didn't play him either. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I have him in my league too. But his year stats are four catches on four targets for 122 yards and a touchdown. How about that? How about that? Yeah, it is wild. <laughs> and all the that? all the scripted plays in the beginning, and then when it comes mm-hmm. down to Russ having to find him, open it. <clears throat> that doesn't work, but you know. it gets ugly. <laughs> it gets ugly fast. But, uh, but yeah, to to your uh, you know point of uh, uh, Jalen Hyatt, another guy who uh, at least uh, being older guy, uh, but Thielen as well, I think is a, a guy to look if he's on your waiver wire because I mean I think it's predominantly only like fifty percent owned and rostered in leagues, mm-hmm. um, and I mean if you watch that Monday game. He was pretty clearly the go-to target. He had nine targets. I mean, 54 yards and a touchdown. But mm-hmm. um, I think that's definitely some a situation to monitor because their wide receiver rooms obviously banged up. Uh, mm-hmm. Who knows if like Chark comes back? Who knows if he's stabby? He's always kind of been a uh, injury-prone guy. Yes. Um, so I mean, that's definitely something to monitor if you're looking for, uh, you know, the potential with the target shares and stuff. He's definitely a guy that's. That's getting them, so right, you know, yeah, and in the same vein, I, when they all in the lineup, all three Thielen, um, uh, Shark, and Mingo, somehow, some way, Bryce Young and Mingo have been having really good chemistry in practice and in the preseason. So yeah, I'm waiting for that to hit. Ain't getting it. I know. I have him in a few leagues, and yeah. I'm like afraid to drop him because I know when I do, that's when he's gonna, gonna go have off. like a 25 point outing. Exactly. Someone's gonna pick him up and be like, "You idiot! Right? How could you do that? Right?" No. But he hadn't produced in three weeks. So what do you yeah. what do you what do you do? So yeah, if you know, don't hold my feet to the fire. But if you're in a really deep league and you're looking for an option to stash on your on your bench, yeah, Mingo might be an option once C, CJ, not CJ, but Bryce Young gets it together and, and can get some time to throw the ball. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I would look at that as well. So but yeah, that was my guys. I think clearly Jerome Ford and Cream Hunter, your main running backs to pick up off the waiver wire. Uh, Kyron Williams as well, since um, Cam Akers got shipped off. And um, and Rashid Shahid for me for and Tank Dale from wide receivers are the main guys that yeah. I would say that you, you should be uh, stashing on your on your bench to keep uh, to to hopefully have a big upside for players you can kind of flex in and out based, based upon a week in their matchup. Yeah, and then some uh, 
couple other I had a couple other uh under the radar waiver wire targets that I was gonna try to sprinkle in, but I never sure. did. <laughs> but uh one, you know, talking about Kyron Williams, Cam Akers moving, Ronnie Rivers, uh the other running back yep. in uh in Los Angeles. Um, I mean, I obviously up to this point, no sign that he's ever gonna like, you know, sniff uh relative enough production to start, but uh, you always want to like look at your roster and look at potentially handcuffing or, or getting some some guys back up if you got the slot just in mm-hmm. case. I mean, you just never know. Um, it, I mean, depends on how many roster spots you can carry or um, you know things. Like I mean, where he, he is at. he is running back number two now. So if if Kyron gets nicked for a game or two, even then he's a viable yeah. option. So, so RB twos yeah. are not not a, not a bad option to pick up if you got an NBA roster spot. No, and then um, yeah, so that's our that's RB that's my kind of RB sleeper guy to potentially consider. Um, other one is if you're still in the tight end market, uh, although he has probably picked up a little steam because he caught a touchdown last week. But Jake Ferguson in Dallas, yeah, um, I mm. think he's he's about to take off. I mean, that dude's getting way too many targets to not be putting up some some numbers down down the road. I mean, you saw what Dalton Schultz looked like in that offense, mm-hmm. um, and I mean. That uh, said eleven targets uh up two games so far as the tight end in that Dallas offense. And, I mean, it's only got five catches for twenty two yards and a touchdown. But uh, I mean, if you're looking for like if you you're missing out on a tight end or like me in half of my leagues and really hoping for Laporta to take off, right? Uh, you know, that, that's I'm a guy on- that I'd monitor though. I'm waiting on Musgrave. I'm right with you right there. I'm waiting on Musgrave. So Musgrave's, yeah, yeah. Musgrave, yep. and I mean Zach Ertz too. Yeah, I brought I'm, him up, but I mean he's not gonna. He's definitely not. It's not you know. It's a low ceiling 2008, there. Not yeah. 2008 Zach Ertz. But, oh, it's not Philly Zach Ertz either. So yeah, I get yeah. it. I but, definitely uh, get I mean, it. If you need an option, he's you know he's gonna get his targets because he's had 18 in two games. So there you go. <laughs> yep, can't mess with that production. Nah. Okay though. All right, you got anything else before we uh, wrap this up? Nah, man. I mean, it was a wild, uh, wild week too in terms of the the landscapes that got changed for some teams. But yeah, there's been a lot of pivot still, going on early. Yeah, still early in the still early in the year. Just you know, let's keep just don't jump ship yet. Just keep hope alive. <laughs> let's let's uh, yeah, let's keep the hope alive and and roll into week three with some W's. Huh? Indeed. Yeah, there we go. DZ gets it. He knows. He knows. So yeah. Uh anybody in the chat got any questions before we wrap it up? We do a quick QA season before we wrap up here and uh get on out of here and get you back to your uh lineups and your decision making um with this sound advice we've been given for the last hour or so. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I think that it's going to be an interesting week. I think the matchup's a little bit better. You still got some some bond burners when it comes down to defensive matchups, you know, a couple of games in there, you like you're just gonna be a it's going to be a dog fight. Nobody's going to get, you know, too far ahead, you know, too solid defenses and things of that nature. Um, yeah. You know, like that Dallas game, for instance, them playing Arizona. I'm not putting any stock in the idea that Arizona's going to do anything against that defense. Nah, that kind of I'm thing. Sitting, I'm sitting, James Conner. You got I, I would. I would because I don't I don't see them Even getting off the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's late and I'm the press ball yeah, fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep, well, yep. you got to have the the Madden franchise going so you can just win with them there. That's 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 that's, that's my that's my uh 
therapy. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what, the Harbors of Hall of Fame in my man league. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. So yeah. All right. So yeah, if anybody got any questions, um, you know, if you if you definitely uh think of something after the fact, you can find us here on our social medias. Um, I'm Lockdown Divas on Twitter and Lockdown Divas Sports on Instagram. Of course, the podcast channel is Lockdown Divas Podcast. Uh, Alex is the real Alex Givens on Instagram and Twitter. So if you have any questions, uh, any oh, if they're not, uh, if you have any uh, questions after the fact, please hit us up, DM us, and uh, we'll try to get back to you in short order. And uh, Alex's YouTube channel is coming soon. It if is, he, I promise, guys. I promise. It's <laughs> been tough. Ooh, okay, we if, got a question. We do got a question. Are we playing Javante Williams? And the answer to that this week is definitely yes. Yeah, I would definitely I mean, I, say that. Yeah, I'm playing him this week. I, you know, and I was, uh, I, I got him in a few leagues, and I hadn't really played him yet. I think I played him in one just because I kind of had to. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> this, uh, I, I, yeah, I think you do as a main guy this week because I, I thought he was kind of in a timeshare, but you know, watching this last week is pretty evident that, you know, once he's, I think once they're comfortable with him being full tilt, he's mm -hmm. the guy. I agree. And and so I mean I think he's only gonna pick up steam from here. Mm -hmm. um, and again, now Miami run defense, we you saw what we did to him as a chart as a, on the Chargers game week one. We you know we ran over 20 yards. So I I thoroughly believe that they could do something similar. It may not be the production that we gave them, but I definitely believe that he's gonna be a viable option. I mean, they got it projected as it's a 10 pointer in my league that I got him starting mm -hmm. in. So yeah, I, I would definitely start him as a main guy this week. You know, unless yeah. you got unless you got uh, you know, uh yeah, unless mean, you're in a like ten man league and you right. are just stacked, just stacked. right? Exactly. You're probably, but if you're in a twelve or fourteen, uh, oh, definitely, that's definitely one to consider. Uh, Absolutely. If you got yeah, I, I totally yeah. agree. Unless you got Christian McCaffrey and and who else? The, who else the top? Because Nick Chubb is not there anymore. Whoever's the top earner, you got, unless you got those two guys already as top earners, I would definitely play Javante. Yeah, Rashad White is it? So is it is it Rashad White or Javante? Is that it? Is that the is that the dilemma here? Because I don't, I mean, that you got to preface that. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, but I mean, if you if you're if your choice is between Rashad White and Javante, I'm definitely playing Javante over Rashad. Clear cut. Because yeah. I think Philly's run defense is way better, um, uh, than uh than Miami's is. So yeah, I would definitely start Javante over. Yeah, and I mean, he had 73 yards on 17 carries against the the Bears. Right. And, and I mean, it's not a very respectable defense. I mean, you got a touchdown. That's kind of what helped it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not like that's not a crazy stat production, you know. Okay. ASD, if you're not a bot and you're not trying to sell us Bitcoin, we can help you for fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to buy your shirts. All right? I don't want to buy your merch. <laughs> I don't want to buy your Bitcoin or yeah. your. Uh, it's going to say it's going to say Ponzi schemes. Click any this Ponzi. link. Right. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Uh, but yeah, I think Javante's a, a a good, the better play. I agree. Said. I definitely I agree. I feel you though. I also need Aaron Jones healthy. That really, uh, which really which bothered me. me about Aaron Jones being hurt last week is the fact that AJ Dillon didn't get the clear cut, like you know, volume that that you expect uh, from. Dude, I don't think AJ Dillon's. Uh, I don't. I mean, I think he's kind of just like. I think he. I mean, he's been in that system for what four four years now. Yeah, easy. Yeah, and easy. I mean, he's never really taken anything over, you know. Right. Okay, hold on. Okay. 
quarterback. C-Law Baker. Not a bot. Okay. <laughs> just had to clarify, all right? Just making sure. We're just making sure. Some people have wild names, and we like, I don't know. I don't Ooh. know. But um, so uh, no, it's, it's cool. We, we we just need you to just to verify. We appreciate we your support, though. just had to clarify. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all. That's all. Apologize. Yep. All right. So you want to know Ooh. who to start in this in this particular order? I'm assuming. Um, like over T Law or Baker. Ooh, that's ooh, tough. That man. is a good one. That is a good one. So uh I mean Houston's got a decent defense. Not not terrible. But I mean and Baker's going I, against Philly, right? I would start so, I would start Tyler Lawrence. I would start Tyler Lawrence. Now I look at the matchups. Knowing, my, knowing what I know about defense, I would start uh well, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, no, I, I, I would too because I like I yeah, I, I as much as I'm praising Baker, mm. I, there's going to be a game where he goes back to to Baker, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Be one where he's he does something. He's right, exactly. I, I this might be the game. Could, yeah. Uh, even though, like, they've put up, I mean, they've been giving up some respectable stats to other QBs. I think out of those two, you go you go T Law for sure. Yep. Uh. Yeah, so in front of from a running back perspective, you got two guys that are out. Saquon's hurt and Kamara's suspended. So if I had to choose between if I if I can't play Brees Hall and Jerome Ford together, I would Jerome Ford would be my number one pick and follow up with Brees Hall. Um that would be my my yeah, my predictions for running backs. Now the wide receivers situation, you said you got uh you got Jacoby, Terry, Devontae, and and uh the Marquis Goodwin. Um, well, I'm definitely not starting Goodwin at all. Like that's a no. <laughs> yeah, that's a no. I, we talked at the top of the show. We talked about how we staying away from anybody that's not a running back from Cleveland. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jacoby Myers is still monitored. Broader, and yeah. Concussion. I think Devontae's being monitored too. I think Devontae's going to put. Oh, Chris Godwin. Okay. Okay. There we go. Chris, Chris Godwin. Godwin. Got yeah, it. Oh, so he's in, he's got one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, one flex. Okay. Cool. All right, so yeah, I'm definitely starting Terry, um, and I think Devontae Adams is clear, is clear to play. So if I had to choose between start those, got yeah, got to start Devontae and Terry um, to, to 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 round out your wide receiver room. So we got uh, Trevor Lawrence, we got Brees Hall and, and Ford, we got um, Terry McLaurin, Devontae Adams, and definitely start Kelsey. I mean, that's, that's a no brainer yeah. for tight end. I mean, that's easy. Uh, easy money. Yeah. <laughs> easy money. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would honestly look for a better option. I mean, and, dude, and, Kelsey, and, Kelsey got a touchdown last week and was like playing on a pinch count and, you know, very clearly not at 100%. Right. So, you know, I think, yeah, if, if Kelsey's your guy and you got him, he is in there unless it says Q or out. Oh, next right. to his name. Right. <laughs> or, or something else I'm not going to say out loud because I don't <laughs> want that to happen. Right. Um, Right. But yeah, I mean, and and kind of to echo coach here. I mean, if you got if you got Devonte and he's healthy, you you got to play him just from the pure pure perspective that he's going to get fifteen, you know, ten to fifteen targets every game. Easy, like, regardless. Mm, yeah. Um, I mean, Jacoby. I think it's kind of crazy. You got both of them actually. It's it is crazy. Wild. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think Scary T and 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 uh, Devonte are your two. Uh, to roll with and, and wide receivers. Now, in terms of flex, I don't know because that's yeah. Because um, options here, he said he got he got Amari and Madison off a of waiver wire. Now, if I had to choose between those two, I would more likely go with Amari because I don't I don't just mm-hmm. don't like Madison's production and they got Cam Akers now. 
So he's going to get yeah. vultured from a volume perspective for Cam Akers. And Madison there. hasn't done anything in anything. the first few games he's given. You know, like I, oh. I did not play him this last week after the first week outing. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I kind of echo that, but I obviously watch it. Mm-hmm. Yes, drop Everett. I would definitely look for a better option than if you, if you think about getting rid of Everett. I would Ferguson. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Ferguson, we talked about earlier. Um, if Laporte or Musgrave are available, they're viable options. I would definitely get rid of Everett for a better option from a tight end or wide receiver perspective. I would definitely do that. Um, if you, that's the first guy I drop out of that lineup. You just you just underscored Everett's the first guy I get rid of. You know, honestly, because he's not getting the targets at all from Justin Herbert, and that's my team, so I know. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, I mean, what Parham went off like week one, didn't he? And that was it. Everybody got no love, no love. So yeah, I would definitely look to to move. I mean, yeah, you were. Yeah, I mean, and I'm always the guy. Like, if you got a true bell cow guy in a position, like I don't really carry a backup. True. Unless it's you know, you just worry about that one by week. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So like, obviously, you probably got Everett when Kelsey got her week one. Like, same I. In the league, I have Kelsey, and I got Laporta in week one and then dumped Laporta for once right. Kelsey was back for a different uh, – mm. um, Yeah, okay. I, okay. So, I would, yeah, if, if you want to get Amari, that would be my choice. I would get Amari um, as a true number one receiver from Cleveland. I'm not in love with it, but I'm more in love with that than I am with That's Madison. kind of wild that someone dropped him, though. I agree. That's literally the number one receiver. Like, how I do know. you drop – and like I, when he's out, he gets some stats. So. Exactly. So yeah, I would definitely yeah. drop Everett for Amari. That that would be our advice to definitely do that. Because yeah. uh, yeah, I think that he's going to nothing. Yeah, drop mm-hmm. Everett for either one of those two, but you definitely True. pick him up. Like yeah, if yeah. even if they D hop over Amari, interesting. Very. Interesting. Very. And a run heavy I offense. Get, I need to get in your league too, man. Send me the invite. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed. I got that next year. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. So yeah. Hopefully that was that's helpful, and we get you a good W this week. Um, but those are definitely our recommendations uh, for you to uh, move move those guys over and play those uh, those uh, money players this week in your lineup. Yes, I think Trevor Lawrence, Brees Hall, Jerome Ford, McLaurin, Adams, and Kelsey should definitely get you a dub. Definitely get you a dub. You were going ham on the waiver. That he was. That he was. Heck yeah. All right. Yeah, if you get Amari, you should be good. Good. You should be good to go. Yeah, fingers, fingers crossed. crossed. Fingers crossed. I mean, yeah, you can't you can't feel wrong though about swapping Everett for Amari or Madison. Either one. That's yeah. a it's a much better play. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if your lineup is uh, we do we start starting T. Law at quarterback. We're starting Brees Hall and Jerome Ford at the running backs. We're starting Terry McLaurin and Devontae Adams at a wide receiver. And uh, we're starting Kelsey at at, at, uh, at uh, tight end, and then your flex option could be Amari if you get him. We're going. Yep. Yeah, you can thank us for the dub next week. Yep, that indeed. So we'll we'll, we'll Art appreciate scold me. You know. <laughs> yeah, did let Alex get the get the heat. <laughs> but yeah, I think you're in good shape. I do believe you're in good shape, and uh, definitely uh, let us know next week. Uh, we'll be right back here next week at nine thirty. Uh, let us know what you how you did, um, and we can definitely. Uh, oh yeah. We definitely gotta get you off the schneid. Oh, and two. We're going. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. So 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 show us uh show us next week with the with the with the uh what the results were, and we'll get right back at it now uh, and get you going and try to get you back to five hundred. All right. right. All right. So like I said, if you if you're looking for us in between shows, uh, hit us up on social media, and uh, we'll uh we'll get your questions answered there as well. And uh, like I said, we'll be right back here next week with another show, um, nine thirty Eastern Standard Time on uh, all these platforms and uh. 
We'll be here next week to give you more news and views to get that back. All right. So in the meantime, between time, until next week, that's the real Alex Givens. I'm Coach Divas. Until next week, we'll see you when we see you. Step up and lock it down.